Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Geeks Experience. It's me, your boy Eli. It's me, Joe. And we're here to talk about Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Um, this is a long-awaited film. It's supposedly going to have a lot of stuff, and we will not be talking about all that. Yeah, yeah. Um, when it, when it comes to uh, first of all, first big Marvel movie of the year. Mm-hmm. Excited about that. Uh, second of all, um, yeah, this this uh, we're not gonna go that deep into spoilers. We might do one or two things that we feel like. Okay, we can talk about this. One. Yeah, we we can talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, for but for the most part, it's it's gonna be very light on the spoilers. Um, because yeah, there is a lot of stuff to talk about. That happens in this movie. Um, granted, I don't think uh, some of it is like life-altering. Like, oh my god, uh, you know, like mm-hmm. this is the next step of the MCU kind of thing. You know, that kind of stuff. Uh, I don't think it's not really like that. It's more like this is a nice second chapter, mm-hmm. or rather, like a nice continuation to Doctor Strange and his adventures. Mm-hmm. And so we will be doing what we usually tend to do is like give our, ourselves a one minute review on the film, um, and from there we continue the discussion. And maybe towards the end we'll do a spoiler talk. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> because the, the thing about this movie is that there's a lot going on that it's gonna be hard enough for us not to talk about. We're gonna it might be hard for us to like skew around the stuff, like you said earlier. And granted, we need to address that because that might be a thing. Um, but also, the this movie does a lot. It does a lot, and we have to talk about that. And so we'll start off with this. Um, Sam Raimi's back. Uh, yes, uh, in- uh, he's back to direct, and he he's known for not only Spider-Man and Dark Man, which is kind of like his little anti-hero horror superhero movie. Mm-hmm. He's also done actual horror. We talked about one of his movies before. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I think yeah, Sam Raimi got his start in horror. Um, mm. He knows horror. Yeah, and that was something interesting about this film. I think when it was first re- announced and like what they wanted from it, they were very much like we wanted to take a bit of a horror route, not necessarily be, make it a horror movie, but mm-hmm. we wanted to do like some. Uh, you know, like some some like we're gonna we're gonna do some horror stuff involving here, mm-hmm. and uh, you, you know I remember them saying like I think the original director who was supposed to direct I think dropped out a bit, but then they got Sam Raimi, uh, which is kind of an uh, interesting sort of uh, I guess return of Sam Raimi mm-hmm. in terms of uh, the fact that he's back and like you said he's he's not a stranger to any of this. No, he's not. Um, and he's a. Uh, it is kind of a neat little yeah thing. Uh, you know, because I think a lot of people. I don't know. I, I guess I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's a redemption of, say, Spider-Man three. But a lot of people like Sam Raimi for for the work he did with Spider-Man. You know, sort of. Uh, that yeah. You know, so it is nice to see Sam Raimi mm-hmm. sort of take the helm of of a, of a, of a superhero movie again. Um. And you can really, really tell um, he has a lot of influence on the film. Oh no, this is like this is a very Sam Raimi movie. Like, he, there's various like uh, callbacks to like a lot of the stuff and like his filming techniques 
in, uh, in how you you know that he likes to use. Like you can clearly see like the style of Sam Raimi in the this movie. The the the, the the very unique camera angles. Yeah, it's 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 very it's it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, Doctor Strange movies apparently continue to be very visually uh, mm-hmm. engaging, and this is one of those. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a, there's a lot of uh, crazy uh, visuals that they add, much like from the first uh, movie. Here, it's a bit more like just. They really go. They really go the distance on a lot of these uh, mm-hmm. uh, sequences. They do. Uh, I think obviously the the, thing, the biggest one what they did was for like just straight up how they were just moving through the multiverse, just like yeah, the the one that they use in um in almost all the trailers. Yeah, and like uh, I mean, seeing that in itself in the movie, uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's gonna be like a bunch of YouTube videos of just people being like. Look at all these Easter eggs that were, you know, hidden in this sequence, which I'm pretty sure there probably is a lot of them. Mm-hmm. I think there was something that we saw that we that I think we might be like, is that what we think that is? Mm-hmm. Uh, granted, uh, I don't think we're going to talk about that specifically. No, there was a moment that I did react. I was like, wait, was that who I think it was? Yeah. Yeah. Which, funny enough, in our, in our theater, like someone asked me because like, I am a very reactionary person. When I see something I, I recognize, I'm like, oh, it's it's that from whatever. And they're like, they ask me, like, what were all the references? I've never read any comics. And I'm like, where do I begin? Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. That is sort of the, uh, mm-hmm. I, I guess we the got a pretty solid, yeah. <laughs> the curse that I must endure. Well, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's it, you, you draw attention to yourself when you're sort of just like, oh. You know, granted yeah. it's not bad because I mean the the audience itself was also uh, reacting to various things that happened in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know we had a good audience th- that you know the night we went to watch this movie. Oh yeah. Also, um, we also talked about the fact that this, also this movie also introduces America Chavez, uh, a Latino hero. Yeah, which I'm gonna be honest, I kind of know. I think I vaguely know a bit about her. But uh, more so, just like I, she just seems like a very interesting character with like a unique power, which uh, is explained as uh, uh, she can like teleport through uh, mm. the multiverse. Yep, she can jump back and forth. Well, oftentimes it's more just like a portal thing, but the the way they didn't explain it is pretty much is something that does happen in in in, in the comics. Okay, so. Do you want to start? Uh, right, who, 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 who wants to start the uh, the one minute review thing? You or me? I think you, you got a good stuff. I think you can you can start it off with you. Yeah, before we before we delve deeper into just mm-hmm. uh, some of the interesting things about the movie, let's just actually you know give the uh, our, 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 I guess our our thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Ready? Go for it. All right. So Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, I think, is a, another solid marvel movie uh and it really sort of delivers on the premise i feel of just exploring just the, uh the multiverse in mm-hmm. terms of the marvel universe we get to see a lot of interesting stuff uh we have a very interesting villain 
at the center of of the uh, of this movie, and uh, uh, Doctor Strange movies I feel like continue to be very sort of interesting, and in how they uh, follow through with their plots, and especially the, uh, how they deal with Doctor Strange as a character. I love all the new characters that show up, uh, and overall I think it's a very solid, great experience. And yeah, definitely another grid Marvel movie. All right, you can do that five second experiment. I'll take over that. So for me, this is my thoughts on the film. Essentially, I think this is one of the better visually experienced Marvel films. Uh, does it have problems? Of course. I mean, none of the Marvel films are masterpieces, uh, as they say, but they do a good good job at telling you a, a good story and one that makes you engaged and you know follow through all the characters that we mentioned earlier america chavez dr strange wong all of them are acting really well elizabeth olsen as discarded witch wanda maximoff clearly steals the show and it's almost her movie at the at the end of the day but and it's it's it you can't do it without all of them and uh, there's a lot of things in here that will catch your attention this is a very much a sam raimi film so you're gonna see a lot of those influences from his normal films to his horror films. And yeah, I guess my only complaint is, is probably the runtime. It's exactly a two hour film, and I feel like it could have been at least a little bit longer. See, that's something interesting. Uh, I guess we can talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, when I initially saw how long the movie was going to be, it was like two hours. Which, let me be honest, I, I. It didn't feel like two hours. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess it didn't feel like they, it was two hours long. They were able to cram a lot under two hours. And I feel like maybe giving it an extra 30 minutes could have fleshed out maybe a bit more of the world. a bit Like a little bit here and there. Yeah, I think I get what you mean. Mm-hmm. Um, for me personally, I was f- I'm, I'm, I'm fine with how the, the runtime. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's just because I feel like so many uh, superhero movies try their best to get that two hour and thirty. Mm-hmm. And I, mean, I don't know, maybe it's because of uh, the last movie we went to watch was Batman, and that was fucking three hours long. <laughs> so it didn't need to be three hours long. Yeah, yeah, you could argue that that movie didn't need to be three hours long. And I feel like I could argue that uh, Doctor Strange entered into the uh, yeah, in the multiverse of madness. Uh, it works fine with its runtime. I feel like if I think the only reason I feel like they would have extended it any longer was in case they wanted to do any extra like mm-hmm. uh, scenes of them going through various other multiverse worlds. Because um, in the movie we only go to like I believe we only really see like um, I'm pretty sure it's like one. Two or three worlds, mm-hmm. essentially, at the most, they're like different, and I guess, it's, and, I, and I think it's, I think it's a common, a common complaint that I have seen mm-hmm. is that like, for some for some people, they're like, you know, it, like, it, they weren't sold, on, you know, the movie doesn't sell on the premise of like, crazy multiverse stuff going on, which mm-hmm. I feel like I disagree with. Yeah, because. Um, yeah, we do get some multiverse, like some pretty solid multiverse, uh, sort of looks. Shenanigans. Yeah, shenanigans and stuff like that. 
But at the end of the day, uh, the movie is more about Doctor Strange having to deal mm-hmm. with protecting America Chavez from the you know these you know beings that want her powers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's more obviously it's gonna be about their sort of story and you know Doctor Strange having to like learn about like mm-hmm. whatever multiverse stuff has been going on and realizing okay if we mess around with the multiverse any longer it's gonna it's gonna mess up a lot of things yeah that's also another thing that i mean i was i mean i get that complaint but it's also like you could argue it's more of the madness that goes with traversing the multiverse with a certain character who can influence it right yeah like like how how this one character can just destroy how you know mess with the whole thing and maybe somewhere down the line they were thinking about making it more of kind of like i'm losing my mind going through the multiverse but i don't know maybe that was an early script and then no one was agreeing with scott derrickson or whatever maybe that was his idea but it didn't work but then i mean i would have loved to see that don't get me wrong but i think this is still a pretty good you know execution of that of that idea yeah, I think personally, uh, what might have been like probably a, a, a hurdle is I will say that uh, uh, we get a lot of I guess cameos of some sorts of mm-hmm. different scenarios or like um, mm-hmm. characters for, for for in this movie that are like very tied to like multiverse shenanigans and stuff. Yeah, so I I like to believe. Mm-hmm. That the main reason why they try they kept this movie at two hours because they that, didn't want to like blow it over with that kind of stuff. Yeah, like it, it would be a very I guess similar experience to what uh, Spider Man No Way Home is mm. with you know all these characters from different Spider Man movies showing up mm-hmm. and being explained as multiverse shenanigans. Um, so I feel like maybe Marvel like okay we're going too similar to this movie let's try to keep this stuff mm-hmm. to at least not like a minimum but like let's let's hit him with the good stuff let's not overindulge let's just keep the story moving along kind of thing and yeah i think overall that is sort of uh, i feel like how mm-hmm. they went approach this movie i think it did well with that approach not too like it was fan service but not too much like it's not overtly like drowning itself in like so many easter eggs and nods and stuff there's enough there for like both a casual experience goer to be like i wonder what that is to like the hardcore being like oh my god i can't believe they did that or like i can't believe they referenced that yeah i mean that was me yeah now, I will say, though, uh, a complaint I did hear, and I don't agree with this at all, because that's, like, the stupidest complaint I've ever heard, was, like, this, that about Sam Raimi himself, it was, like, hey, you know, I don't like the fact that Sam Raimi hasn't grown as a director, he he's, he's hasn't changed his style, but I'm, like, that's his style. His style has worked for so many years. There's a reason why he's a well-known director. Yeah, I mean, like, directors all have their own style and unique flair to how they mm. make their movies like obviously the, the little change and like adapt and like do various different things but like they're still gonna have a very underlying style to it all mm-hmm. um and it works 
Yeah, uh, right. which I, 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 what I find interesting about that critique, personally for me, mm-hmm. is that I feel like people like to harp on the MCU. Okay, we can talk about this too. Yeah, like they like to harp on the MCU. Mm-hmm. Being like too homogenized, like yeah. like the movies feel the same, mm-hmm. very samey. That's a common critique. So now we get, you know, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, mm-hmm. uh, and we clearly see Sam Raimi just like in control. Like so many, so much of his influences in this movie, like you can like tell, like oh, this is a Sam Raimi movie. It's very cheesy. Yeah, like, there's a lot of, like, Sam Raimi-ness in this movie. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people are, like, complaining, like, oh, I don't like his style or whatever. It's like, so, wait, you mean to tell me, like, one of the most common critiques of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is that they're too homogenized, they're too Sammy, and now when they finally have a director who's allowed to, like, showcase his style and, you know, and his sort of, like, difference... You know, like he's able to show who he is on, in this movie in a way. Like you can tell, like this is not like this is a Sam Raimi movie, mm-hmm. not just a Marvel movie. This is a Sam Raimi movie, and now you're complaining that it's like oh, I don't like how you know the style. It's like, mm-hmm. like you, like, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's just different people of different sides of the of the spectrum sort of complaining about it. But I, I, I feel like. For most people, they, this would be like, oh, this is neat. This is, I like this. No, yeah, yeah. I think it depends also on the director because you can say the same thing with um, Chloe Zhao when she was doing The Eternals. That was very much her take and it wasn't, you know, as great as everyone wants to agree. You and I, you and I have two different, you have different opinions with, with Eternals, but we can all agree that it probably wasn't the best movie at the moment. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I think we, uh, that's just something that, you know, mm. uh, I think we talked about this in the Eternals review we did mm-hmm. uh, a couple months back. Uh, go watch it if you haven't watched it. Uh, mm. That, you know, like, Eternals isn't, like, the worst Marvel movie, not by a long shot, mm. in my personal opinion, both within the MCU and, like, just other Marvel movies in general. But it's def it's definitely just uh, like it's definitely a movie. It, it, it needed to work. It definitely needed needed more more work mm. on it. Which, but even then, like you have someone like Taika who's done his own t- thing with like Thor Ragnarok, and clearly with the next movie coming out, Thor: uh, Love and Thunder, Thunder yeah. like, that is so you can totally see that being sort of like his thing. Yeah, like when you compare uh, the first two Thor movies to both Ragnarok and now uh, Love and Thunder, like you clearly see a, 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 a shift in tone and direction mm-hmm. that definitely comes from Taika. Um, and uh, and obviously people love uh, Thor Ragnarok more than, say, mm-hmm. uh, the first two Thor movies. And, you know, people are very... Out of all the mm-hmm. main... Uh, Avengers uh, it is like super neat that Thor is like the one that still gets a movie mm-hmm. after his like first three, right? Yeah. So, and even he said, even you know, the actor was like, "If Tiger's back, I'm coming back." Yeah, and I think that that just goes to show how much. And same thing with James Gunn because he he was one of the first ones. Yeah, like James Gunn, obviously. Yeah, I think he, mm-hmm. he he does have a bit of influence on the Guardians movies, and heck, 
you know, um, after that whole debacle that happened like a couple years back when it came to like uh, them firing James Gunn, mm-hmm. but then bringing him back because they quickly realized these Guardian movies aren't going to be the same, especially with this third one mm-hmm. without James Gunn. No, yeah, it's it, those are his movies. Yeah, and it's it's so like the, that complaint to me is really dumb because like you kind of want them to, you know, do their own take, right? You you kind of you even you as a creator want like yeah, I kind of want to put like a bit of myself into this, right? Yeah, especially and... since these guys, since it's clearly obvious like these guys do love, you know, the comics or like the the world of Marvel. Sam Raimi himself is a fan of Spider Man. Yeah, and you know, like one of the main reasons why Spider-Man Three felt so off for 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 people, especially is because Sam Raimi was sort of forced to like include characters like Venom, who he felt like mm. he couldn't really connect to because it was like past his sort of time when reading reading the character of mm-hmm. Spider-Man. You know, he wanted like just like you know Sam and maybe uh, uh, New Goblin and stuff. Mm. But obviously, you know, the producer's like, no, we need Venom. Venom is, like, one of the most important Spider-Man villains in a weird way. Mm. And this is the reason why, like, he, like they, like, Venom in that movie borrows a lot from the cartoon. Because this is the closest thing he's going to get to it from the 90s. Yeah. Like, it follows more the cartoon origin than the actual comic origin. Because Peter got it when, at, during Secret Wars. And, and they didn't get it from... From a major rain falling from the sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, aside from that, like, um, what else can we talk about? Um, the the horror elements. Yeah, yeah. When it comes to uh, like I said earlier, like they they wanted to add like sort of some horror elements to this movie, mm-hmm. and I I do believe uh, they did that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that, but yeah, they definitely went that direction and obviously bringing Sam Raimi I think helps because mm. you know his background in horror uh, and granted this is a PG-13 horror but like if if you're if you're an imaginative person like I am those scenes are more horrific than you think yeah like I think um thankfully they don't necessarily like rely on stuff like old adages of like uh jump scares mm-hmm, no like there's 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 good amounts of tension mm-hmm. in this movie when it comes to various scary things, and obviously it's more of I feel like more of the imagery, yeah, uh, of the movie more so than uh, that that gives it that horror tinge because there's a lot of like scenes that you probably just could just pause and just be like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, you could like really see a lot of. Uh, influences of like horror. Oh, oh hell yeah! There's moments where I'm like, oh, 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 that's visually like that is a horrifying thing. But also like, I like like there's a moment where a character shows up, and it's very like Sam Raimi and like the demons and the ghosts are all swirling around. And that's just like that sense of dread, and like the the really quiet moments too. Like you remember when we were talking about um, uh, the first Evil Dead, like like the the the, the sheer amount of quietness. Mm-hmm. Whenever Ash is walking around, he's just like, you know, and doing some really cool camera angles with it, but it's just like really quiet. Like <laughs> like you feel like 
like oh, if something were if something were to move we'll start you and you get a lot of those moments there too and it just like builds really good tension and there's almost like moments of like where where you know the villain feels like a force of nature like nothing can stop this person yeah 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 and mm-hmm. uh what they do is definitely very horror-esque. They, 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 there, there are some death scenes in this in this movie that I'm gonna be That's honest. That's painful. <laughs> well, one, it's painful. But two, it's like I'm, I'm very surprised. Uh, How the hell did you make this movie not a radar movie? Yeah, I mean, like obviously, I think part of it just does it comes with like you know not a whole lot of blood, but there are like. They should definitely show some. There's definitely like I think one death scene in particular uh, to a character that's just yeah. like, okay, how the hell did they get away with that? That's that's actually pretty. That's a gruesome death. That's that, that's a, that is an extremely gruesome death. I'm surprised you were able to get away mm. with that with a PG-13 rating. Yeah, and like like it's one of those like you don't have to show blood or like dismemberment like some Mortal Kombat kind of shit to like be like oh yeah like yeah they don't use again it's Marvel movie so there's not a whole lot of like, excessive mm. blood and stuff but the fact that they they could do like uh, some pretty gruesome deaths is like holy shit <laughs> remember people reacted to that death scene they're like oh holy shit yeah, it was very much of a, like a, what the, f-, you know, like, you know, that shit's mm. like absolutely insane. Like, how the hell? How did you get away with that? Yeah. And I'm uh, moving on to the more positive, not positive, but more like not horror thing is I guess you, we can go and talk about um some of the newer characters, some of the characters in the movie. Um, Wong does a great job as the Sorcerer Supreme. He's he's a, he's a, he's like a good leader. Yeah, like, we get to see, like, because obviously uh, we get hints of it uh, in uh, both uh, Shang-Chi and and mainly in Spider-Man No Way Home. Mm -hmm. That, yeah, uh, uh, Wong is the source of dream because of what happened uh, during the five-year gap. Mm -hmm. Oh, also there's that. Oh, you can go, you can go. Yeah, like, uh, so, you know, it's nice to see, like, you know, like, Mm -hmm. Wong being very active like you know engaging in these various fight scenes and stuff mm. and like he definitely seems to be just sort of like a very standout character nowadays mm. which you know I, I i i think is pretty great mm. for like a side character from the first movie especially just... considering he, like his origins was always been kind of like and granted this is marvel of of the past and not today um he was always he's always kind of like Doctor Strange is kind of like a manservant. <laughs> he was his butler. Yeah, which I mean, you know, if you, I think it's just a, it's a solid update to the character. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, if you they take, still have that friendly relationship. Yeah, uh, and and to be fair, like if you want to take a similar thing, um, Jarvis in the comics was straight up just a old white butler, mm-hmm. but for the movies, they just turned him into a AI mm-hmm. that helps. Like a virtual butler who becomes who becomes a vision, which yeah. is a, which is a nice clever way of like doing that character. Mm-hmm. And um, obviously, um, 
America Chavez, who's like the, who's the new character. I think she does a great job. I'm I'm really happy to see um, a character like that show up. Um, and I'm surprised they weren't shy about her past. <laughs> the fact that she comes from another world, and in that world, she has two moms. Yeah, yeah. It, um, it is, you know, that's neat to see. I mean, they. I mm-hmm. think Marvel has been like trying really hard with the with the pro, with the progressive stuff. Yeah, with the diversity, um, and it's 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 small steps, but the small steps are always lead to big ones. Especially since we know that America, who herself is um, queer, will have like a more prominent role in the later films. Yeah, which I think is uh, sort of like the running theme of, of a lot of uh, mm-hmm. the current MCU stuff is that they're setting up a lot of characters that definitely seem to will play very important roles mm-hmm. in the future of the MCU. Yeah. So, you know, that's neat to see. Mm-hmm. And she's fun. I like her. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Wanda, Jesus Christ, steals the show. Uh, I mean, yeah, I was always sort of the, uh, I guess the interesting thing was that, hey, Wanda, uh, is going to be a very, uh, prominent character in this movie. Mm-hmm. And considering all the stuff that she's gone through so far, especially through, uh, the WandaVision show, uh, getting to see, like, sort of, like, the character's next step in her progression is, uh, neat to see in this movie. Mm, yeah no not I meant that's bad but I was like no yeah she, uh, just the stuff that she's able to do and the stuff that she essentially uh, pulls off not but not just the character but the actress herself Elizabeth Olsen this is like this is what I'm saying like it's her movie she gets to act her ass off in this movie and granted she might have some cheesy lines here and there and but like man this she was a force. She like helped make this movie as great as it is. And yeah, and I guess that leaves us Doctor Strange, and um, sort of what I, what what I was going to be referencing earlier that um, there's a clear theme throughout this movie is that like what makes you happy. Because uh-huh. uh, earlier, you know, there's a conversation, and this isn't spoiler. This is like the first five minutes, right? Uh-huh. It's like, hey, uh, Doctor Strange, right? So, are you sure you can have a found a different way? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I forget. Like he's definitely a character from like the first movie, mm-hmm. like a side character. But the main uh, crux is that like, yo, uh, you know, I got snapped away. Uh, I lost my cats. Uh, I think my one of my parents died. You know. So, yeah. You know, I lost a, a wife or something. I don't think it was that, but yeah, he yeah. He, he, he basically is like the, the main crux of the of the conversation is like, he, hey, are you sure there wasn't another way of stopping Thanos? Mm-hmm. Are you sure like you had to let him win and wipe out half of the universe just so that you know we got it? You know, there was a shot at beating him like five mm-hmm. years later. Mm-hmm. And and it all kind of goes down to like, you know, strange had come to the fact that he would have gone with any option, and that's probably the best option. Not to say like he couldn't have found a better way, because 
they do address that. But it's more of the idea that Doctor Strange himself would have, you know, done anything. And just like, it doesn't matter whether there was a better option or a worse option, he would have done anything. No matter the consequence. See, I always just, I, I, for me, I feel like it's more sort of like that. That's, uh, Doctor Strange himself has always been very sort of an analytical person trying to find the best solution. Mm-hmm. Even if it's going to, like, I mean, he himself sort of justifies it as like, it was a war. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to make a call, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and to be fair, like, he, he, he in Infinity War, he, him, he himself was like, initially like, hey, listen. It's a time stone. I I have to pick the time stone. If that means sacrificing you and uh, Spider-Man over here, Tony, uh, then that's what I'm going to do. Fuck you. Yeah, and obviously he doesn't do that because, uh, you know, for him, like, it, like the only true way was, you know, what, what happened. Because, you know, he, he used the time stone to just mm-hmm. peer through, like, so many different possibilities, and he felt like that was the only one. And, yeah, like you said, this movie does sort of kind of go into, like, Hey, this might have been like a here's a sort of an alternate take about how that would work, mm. but it still sort of ends with very much a lot of destruction, loss of mm. like a very important character, such and so, blah blah blah. You know, pretty much it's like he, like um, it, it, it doesn't matter if the option would have been good or bad. It's that he would have. It's what he. The reason is that why he would do it. Yeah. Right, because like, because in, in the other ones he didn't think about it. He didn't really care. He he was willing to go that far, but in this one, the, the, you know, we all know that at least our Doctor Strange has a modicum of like, you know, thinking of others. Yeah, he, he yeah yeah, because it's that, that is something I find interesting that like. A good chunk of of of, of the alternate uh, mm-hmm. Doctor Stranges are very much like, sorry, I'm gonna you know you gotta you know mm-hmm. listen, random person, you're gonna have to die. But but why? Uh, because it's for the good of the multiverse or whatever. It's like it's good. It's for the good of the you know. Mm. Yeah, you know, it's the only way. Well, Strange try to find the best solution to you know make it so that everyone can get out. Through this, mm-hmm. with the min- most minimal casualties, even if obviously uh, his plan ultimately more or less does work, it, you know Tony sacrifice has to has to make the big call. He has to make the sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And obviously, we see the effect of like how he feels about this kind of stuff, and that's why the the big question is, and throughout the film is like, what is happiness, right? Yeah, I mean to be fair, it, it, a good chunk of it is also just. Um, and this is again in the first five minutes is that hey, uh, Christine, uh, Doctor Strange is like sort of a major love interest gets married, and you know, obviously, she asks him, Are you fine with this? You know, like he's like, Yeah, I'm happy, you know, which we, we talked about. It was like it felt very much like Spider Man 2 situation, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a yeah, because obviously, in Spider Man 2, Mary Jane is set to marry, uh. JJ's uh, yeah son astronaut famous astronaut, um, but obviously in that movie that sort of just ends in a 
Uh, yeah, she just leaves. Yeah, she just sort of leaves at the altar to be with Peter. And uh, kind of a big move, but yeah. Well, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. uh, love. <laughs> love is a weird thing. Yeah, it makes people do dumb things, um, as we see in this movie. Yes, yes, you you would be correct on that front because we do get to meet at least one Doctor Strange that was like, I just want to be with Christine, and I did all these things, and yes. I yeah. One, what if? Yeah, but um, but no, those those were all like fantastic things about the, the movie. Um, obviously, some uh, this is going back to the the cameos, right? Um, not not to say who else shows up, but let's just say there was a musical cue. That made us go, oh, yeah. Um, that's that, that, There's nothing really to talk about. That's like that was just an awesome. I would moment. say this is that uh, if you watched at least one of the trailers, mm. uh, there is a moment because I mean the trailer sort of hints at a mm. at a at a specific group. Yeah, that's sort of kind of uh, mm. deep. Not, and I wouldn't say deep, but it it is very in- interesting Marvel lore. Listen, someone would have to ask. Someone was going to ask me. They didn't, but they, you know, they were getting there. Yeah, more or less. Uh, yeah, if you've seen, I think it, it's one of the trailers that, like, you know, if you if you hear a certain voice, and you're like, wait, that can't be. This movie all but confirms. Mm-hmm. Uh, who 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 said that line? And yeah, it is a uh... that was a trip. Yes, very very much so. Um, anything else? I I think we already mentioned the negatives. I think that we've just mentioned everything that we we agree on. Is there anything else that you want to talk about this movie? Um, or you just want to give our rating and maybe go into a bit of spoiler? I don't know. I think the only um. No, I think I think I think we we're fine. I think we can give out our ratings. All right. So for me, um, I rate Doctor Strange's Multiverse Madness a good eight out of ten. I do feel like it's it's a good movie. Um, I think a lot of people will have issues with it, but for different reasons. But for me, it's a really, you know, good movie. I'm totally down to see. It. If someone told me they want to go see it, I'd totally be down. That's a, that was a fun experience. It's one that I would totally go for. Um, I think it's a great s- sort of idea for Marvel to be like, maybe we should get these directors more of their, you know, influence in there. Yeah, yeah, I I, I think I get what you mean. Mm. Personally, uh, and this is probably a bit of an interesting uh, rating I'm going to give it. Um, I think I would give it... Pr- Probably, you know what, like... Just say it, dude. Say it. See what's in your heart. I don't know. I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. And I think part mm. of it just has to do with the ending to this movie. <laughs> yes. Um. Much like... I, I, I won't spoil it, but much like the first Doctor Strange movie and how it ends uh, with not like a huge, giant, like, clash of, you know... Mm-hmm clashing battle uh you know like pretty much like how most superhero movies end with like a big climactic mm-hmm. third act with just a bunch of action mm-hmm. you know doctor strange defeats you know dormammu using uh, the time stone and essentially just keeping them in like a time loop nothing yeah. too like it's a very smart very sort of different way of uh of, of, of defeating the big bad and 
a very similar approach is done with this movie and i really think that sort of like helps uh just sell like strange as being more like a a character like that finds different solutions that don't that aren't necessarily mm. like just straight up like let's just kill this guy yeah more of a no let's do something that can help us win without having to you know go through all that mess mm. no okay and it, it, i do agree with that. that that is always a refreshing take to see in most of these moral films and it's one that i'm kind of glad that even spider-man does kind of and hopefully we see more of that with Doctor Strange. I mean, Benedict Cumberbatch is he's always bound. Mm-hmm. So, hopefully. Um, alright. So, guys, um, obviously, uh, we're going to spoilers, but if you want to stick around, go for it. If not, be sure to follow us on all the social medias, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, at the Centurions. Um, there's a link to in the in the Instagram for all of our podcast insights that we're first part of, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all Spotify, all that good stuff. And link to the YouTube. Comment, like, subscribe for all you audio listeners out there. And yeah, this is a Patreon. So support is there. Uh, quick spoiler. Um, God damn, is Wanda a fucking terrifying character? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, mm. they definitely turn her into uh, what they needed her to be in the movie. And she is hell of a just just god damn the stuff that she's able to do we do get some of the Illuminati confirmation so obviously John Chris's kiss Mr. Fantastic we both talked about will he continue that I'm 50-50 on it see my thing is is that mm-hmm. I think we mentioned I mentioned this earlier uh, before mm-hmm. we started this uh, this episode that like Marvel, like, I mean, people like to, mm. uh, sort of theory cast, I guess, is what they fucking call it. Mm. I'm like, oh, I, oh, this character, you know, this actor probably would look cool as this character, mm. such and such. And I remember, uh, a while back when they announced Doctor Strange, people were like, oh, you know who should be Doctor Strange? Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, he would make, he would probably be a cool Doctor Strange. And obviously Marvel's like, yeah, let's do it. Benedict Cumberbatch, Doctor Strange. Yeah, let's go with that. So... Uh, and John Krasinski has like been like, I don't know, I'm not that into it. And then he full, does a fucking Andrew Garfield on this. Yeah, but I've been more sort of like you know like fans have been like nonstop like oh he probably look would look cool as Doc uh, you know Reed Richards and stuff Mister Fantastic. Um. So I mean yeah I think uh, Marvel definitely has probably a bit of leeway in terms of doing that. Now again. Um, you're very much in the camp of like 50-50 on will he come back? Will he be Mr. Fantastic in the main MCU more or less? Mm-hmm. And, you know, for me, like, I think the evidence leans into... Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Mainly because uh, uh, again, in, in, in this Illuminati scene, we get Black Bolt mm-hmm. who is uh, played by the same actor who played Black Bolt in the Inhumans mm. TV show, which, if you don't know what the Inhumans TV show is, I don't blame you because that definitely uh, flopped very hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was essentially originally meant to be a movie under the MCU before being 
you know, transition into a TV show. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of, like, backwards politics going on over there, like, as to why that happened. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's what I've been hearing. But it's cool to see him back. Yeah, it's a neat uh, thing to see that. Especially him being in, like, a very sort of, like, comic-accurate suit and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um but yeah, it, 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 for me that that that's sort of evidence of like, well maybe he'll be played by a different actor. You know, you don't know like, because mm-hmm. like the uh, other two Illuminati members that we get to see, uh, are, are just like regular people. Well, yeah, it's uh, it's Captain Carter from yeah. the What If, and yeah. uh, Cap- Carol Danvers' friend uh, Maria Maria Rambo. Which I did look up before we started this. Yeah, because I kept forgetting her name. Because I think I'm, I think I'm Monica. Yeah, who's her daughter? Mm-hmm. But yeah, Maria Rambo being Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I mean, those are only because those are like alternate, you know, yeah. like, decisions and stuff. Like, hey, mm-hmm. this character could have been this character, you know. Mm-hmm. And but I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I I'm not against it. I just feel like I, I wouldn't be surprised if they got someone new, especially just like someone like uh, Patrick Stewart, who is getting up there in age. Yes, which is uh, certainly a, I guess a, uh, yeah, it's definitely a concern, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, overall, um, uh, I guess those are the real spoilers we're yeah. going to get into because any other stuff is just very... Just go watch it yourself. Yeah, yeah, like considering uh, we're releasing this video, mm. definitely with... Like, after, like, the opening weekend, like, mm. there's still going to be a lot of stuff that I think we should save. Yeah. Uh, that if you're interested, go watch the movie. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. You guys have a good one. Peace.